I am ready to talk about my pussy. Hey, I am ready to talk about my pussy. Hey, I um, excuse am ready. me. I this <laughs> is not the time to talk about your bodily parts, ma'am. Okay? Uh, it's this week is about mental health and mental oh. health only. Oh, okay, okay. I got to rewrite. I got to rewrite. Let me get into it. I am ready to talk. We're not about... talking about your pussy. No, no, so no, just stop it. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust... I got to rewrite. Cut. I got to rewrite. No, just wait for Cut. it. Cut. <laughs> Director. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I am ready to talk about my trauma. Hey, I am ready to talk about my trauma. Hey, okay, I can bump with this. Okay. I am ready to get to the healing. I am ready to break through the ceiling. Hey, I am ready for the moment. Don't abuse it. I am ready. Let's do it. Get into it. Cue the music. Hey! <laughs> okay, I'm here for it. Yes. Round of applause. talking about boys porn my pussy no colco we're not talking about your pussy we are always talking no we're talking about we're talking about the color scheme the depth the complexity (laughs) the viscosity (laughs) consistency yes if it's a if it's your coco pussy is it a coco pussy i like this kid Alex, don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. Oh, no, absolutely encourage me. I need the (laughs) fucking attention. Pussy is an international language. It sure is. You better fucking learn it. You're always turning me down. I mean, there's no. I actually turned you up. So. Oh, look at you. I feel like I'm not banished from your headphones anymore. No, and you not. are turning me on. And oh, yeah. okay. Mm, okay. All right, you ready to hit record, Coco? Oh, it's, we've been recording this whole time. Oh, we did recording? <laughs> we didn't even do our intro. We did our... Oh, yeah, right. We didn't. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. You oh, my God. terrible. I'm the fucking... The, I'm the worst, okay? The, get used to it. All right, are we ready? We ready. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to the Petty Podcast, motherfuckers. Hello, Hi. everyone. Welcome back with our special guest, Alex Liberson Training. What up? What the fuck did you just call me? I said Alex, the therapist in training. Oh. Yeah, let's go with that. What do you think I said? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> We're off to a golden start right now. I know, this is just great, honestly. <laughs> How many drinks has everyone had before we've hit record? Four. Four drinks and jewels? Um, a few glasses of not a few glasses. A few sips of wine. Mm, it sounds like a few glasses, and but okay. Some C B D. And some C B D there we go. Okay, she so on the Delta do you Eight. Do know how much is in a standard drink? Do you remember from your I wine classes? Yeah, you literally so got graded times. on it. Oh yeah, you should. I did, and I passed. Thank you with an A, but I don't know. I but don't you didn't get an A plus in the retention course, so. <laughs> no, I'm not really. I just drink wine, guys, and recommend good ones to people. That's it. Five ounces of white, four ounces of red. Correct. 
or for me, half a bottle mm, of this each. This is more than five ounces. I was going to say, this is like a half a glass. I am on glass number two now, so catch up. That being said, let's talk about substance abuse for the queer community. That's actually a pretty good, yeah, topic. Yes. That would be a very good topic. That's one of my little bullet points that we got in here, because today we're talking about queer mental health, and we've got Alex here, he's going to be helping aid the conversation. He's going to break it down gonna... for us. Yes, 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 yes. Should I insert my disclosure statement? Yes, go ahead and insert your disclosure statement. Yes, please. Insert oh, right okay. here, right now. Just shove it so, in. Coco, quit my being nasty. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. I would like to keep a sex-positive atmosphere, please. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. But my name is Alex. I am currently getting my master's in mental health counseling. I am not a licensed therapist, and nothing I say should be should constitute therapeutic advice. But... I think we'll have a good conversation. Love it. All opinions are my own. Love it. And Love it. where are you learning for, uh, where are you studying for your mental health services? I am at a large public university. At a large in public university. In the big town. In a big town. Well, I will cut this part out, but I believe that it is a university. Yes is currently attending um there <gasps> yes what year is she um she is year two i believe yeah oh. i just uh slept with a guy who's a first year in the oh nice what well, how was it <laughs> get it get it hey. oh yeah you gotta tell us one it's a petty podcast one of the best dicks i've ever sucked Okay, now you've got to talk me through cutter, uncut, length, okay, like so, oh, color variation from base to tip. We gotta get like the skin tone. We gotta match it with the one from Home Depot. You know. Yes, we need Home Depot. So, like, my foundation is fair beige. Like a, so, yeah. like, what's his color tone from Tarte Beauty? Like, I need to find. Also, I would say also a beautiful tart beige. Okay. okay, um, okay. But, so this man was a grower. Like. So soft, starting length. Cool, like work. Oh god, maybe like three inches, and it grew to like seven and a half. And was it like Cinderella? You could feel it like in your mouth, like the stroke of midnight. Get it? Stroke <laughs> of midnight. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and much like, and also much like Cinderella. I love balls. <laughs> oh, yes. Phenom. I love it. Yeah, it was fun. It smelled good. It tasted good. Oh, good. I we love like someone who... As long as it smelled good. Wait a you minute. Know, people nowadays, they don't, they don't wash. People really don't have, like, the proper sanitary practices. <laughs> practices. That's it. Like, they don't have no soap in the bathroom? They can't wash for, like, a couple minutes? Just dunk it in the sandy bucket before Did you... <laughs> Did you? Did I? Did you? I think I did. What? I know you heard him. <laughs> Did he no, suck your dick? 
Oh, put me on blast like that? I mean, we all kind of knew, though, so, like... Oh, my God, are you... What do you mean? (laughs) 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 Bitch, you can't keep a secret for shit. (laughs) Stop! (laughs) You're the worst. (laughs) Welcome to the Petty Podcast. (laughs) Where the but coffee yeah, is did. ice, okay. but the tea is scalding. And very scalding. Anyway, mental health. <laughs> yeah, Zach's mental health. So, Alex. <laughs> what made you decide to become a therapist? Oh my god, I hate this question. What are you, a personal statement? I'm uh, sorry, I have to ask it. I have to. Um, Didn't you have to do an essay like this when you were... I was going to say, you had to write about it, so show some, like, bullet points. Tell me you don't have a fucking story, okay? Be a main character. Tell us your backstory. I, it all started, I worked at and their motto was pleasing people. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, I've always enjoyed people. I've always enjoyed, like, human-centric vocations. And I just landed on psychology because I enjoy people. I think everyone deserves to be loved and have a safe space where they can talk and not be judged. Yes. Things out on their own. Um, Well, you had a very relaxed interview. You can cuss. You can do whatever the hell you want. Talk about your pussy. I literally (laughs) talked about gay porn in one of my. I mean, sure. Go go ahead and talk about your pussy. It's a safe space. But also, that's honestly like a really cute little description right there for your backstory. I love it. It's wholesome. I got into mental health thanks to crap. Oh my god, please stop. I I mean, same. I would. Can you take that out? I don't want to put uh, the corporation's name in there. Oh, yeah, no, we're gonna. Oh, of course. We're gonna insert a little. I've got a little sensor key that I use whenever we hit big brand names. Um, oh, but yeah, like I just, I've always actively sought positions that were like defined by human centered experience. And like throughout the early stages of my career, mm-hmm. I have been so privileged as to have traversed like a wealth of opportunities, stepped in meaning and value surrounding the human experience. And just connecting with others, being welcomed into their lives, their cultures. That's really awesome. I like that. Thank you. That's the intro to my personal statement. I love it. Wholesome, I cute. Love it. It's beautiful. It's authentic. Sweet and simple as well on top of it, but also just the right amount of complexity to make it a nice little thesis statement. Exactly. Keep going. Comment me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much ego stroking right here. I was gonna say too much stroking. Never never too much stroking. Um, back to differ. That's you can rub it raw, okay? Uh, not with the right man. Tell that to Edgers. Listen. (laughs) I mean, hey, I know guys who've gone for like six, seven hours, eight hours. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's a wild game out there nowadays. Lots of professional and wholesome sluts in the world. And you're talking to one of them. Hello. You're talking to two of them. 
Hello. Like, come Honestly, through. No, I feel like Jules is a wholesome Christian slip. I, I was, but any day course. but Sunday. So, <laughs> I mean, it could happen any day of the week. It doesn't matter to me. It's how you get closer to Jesus. Do it on Sunday. Not to yuck on young, but I had a professor. I had a professor at a university say that they could teach a whole class on religion as a risk factor for mental illness. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. More so organized religion as opposed to spirituality and the role of the church in oppressing people. Yes. That, that's fair. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll be able to cut out anything that you need us to. For sure. I feel like I'm an all-stars where Ginger Mange was like, they're going to edit that out. And they're like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll keep a few like funny clips, but obviously like big names, of course, we'll drop that and bleep it out. Of course. Ginger Mange. Ginger Mange. So, oh, I have a question. Problematic, but yeah. funny. Go for it. Okay, so what do you consider to be the most important traits for a therapist to have, especially in the LGBTQ community? Ooh, I like this. Non-judgmental is a, it is a requirement. Because, you honey, I've seen some therapists when I came out, like, after, like, years later, and I made the mistake for the first one, like, I wasn't, like, open with who I was and I kind of like hid that self for me but for the second person like I really opened up my whole life told my whole backstory when I came out all that stuff and it was a lot better I'm trying to think because some therapists like actually there's one story on Mm -hmm. another podcast where they were talking about a therapist literally doubting a client's gayness Mm. Whoa! Them, oh no! This is just a result of your sexual trauma, not like yeah. Whoa! And to put that person down. Holy shit! So, would you characterize your experiences as overall good experiences or bad? Like when I was in therapy. Yeah, or maybe both. Um, I characterize yeah them being good and bad. Because there's some trauma like I had to work through that I still need to continue to work through, but I did feel lighter each and every time when I walked out of the office, if that makes sense. Because I was in a safe space, like you were saying, and I felt like I could open up to this stranger. It, it, it really is. You are opening up to a stranger. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, so I had like 10 sessions with this person total. I did like seven, six or seven, but like the third or fourth session, like I started opening up more and more and more about myself and I felt more comfortable with them. Okay. Yeah, it takes time to build a report. Yeah, like those first few sessions when I started going to therapy, it was so challenging for me to kind of, I, you basically have to give your like whole backstory. Yeah. It's scary. Like, I don't like to be vulnerable, especially in front of strangers. It's hard. Oh my God. It was so difficult because initially when we finally got to some of my trauma, my therapist was like, okay, so we're going to kind of start talking about what you identify as traumatic moments in your life. And then we're going to kind of hone in and focus on things that you don't realize were really traumatic. And I was like, oh, well, I can only imagine like boop, boop for my trauma. 
and we start getting into it, and they're like, actually, you have boop, 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 Yeah, now I get it. I was like, Jesus Christ. I think most trauma psychologists would say that everyone has dealt with some form of trauma in their lives. And while we're on the topic, trauma is the gateway drug, not weed. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's true. That's I didn't really think about it that way, but yeah. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. You really should. I'm gonna put it on a crop. I'd fuck up with that. That's to be a crop top hoodie. Yes. Oh. And booty shorts. Oh. Yes. I don't think I could ever sport a crop top. Where it says T R on the left cheek and then M A on the right, and you have to bend down for the A. And there's a zipper, so it like pulls apart. I, I see. And you've the, just I got the U. Well, that's because like when you pull the zipper down, the U is the opening. Yes, but people might confuse it with an O because as soon as the zipper opens, you do boop. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you bend down. Like well, when you bend down, you have to have your legs spread so that it forms. But you also have to like you have to. <laughs> you got to clench real tight so it looks like a U and not an O. Bend over, but clench. I know that's right. I looked you up on Facebook to see who the fuck I was talking to. And the very first thing that popped up was groups in memory of Brian Colton Davis. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's kind of depressing. What the fuck? <laughs> in memory? I was like, no. Way. I'm not dead, I promise. I was going to say, like, you're not a ghost. Like, I've seen you in the flesh. Like, I don't think I died. Unless y'all are Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg right now. Dirty Dancing. Nope, nope. The movie Ghost. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Awkward. Oh my god. <laughs> Awkward. Oh my god. That's amazing. Actually, I think the cultural psychology behind y'all's profession, too, is immensely powerful. Ooh, how do yeah, you... Yeah, especially like... that in the hospitality industry. I think just I'm thinking like food as like a whole because food is such like a bonding thing between people, and it ties together cultures and oh, it's so interesting. It's so therapeutic for me to be in the kitchen. Oh yes. Even when uh, it's running down line on a night where you have like 120 tables booked and everyone's screaming, cursing at each other on the fucking line nobody has their shit to get still to me that's therapeutic but maybe that's also because i forced myself into yeah i forced myself into this position to kind of enjoy those people pleasing moments and it's like everyone will stop yelling and being mean to each other if i get my plate done on time so and i think that's part of the reason why sidetrack that i left back of the house to front of the house and be more to the guests and serve the guests and not be under that pressure of a chef who doesn't give a fuck about you or their employees. Also, front of house gets paid better. Yes and no, that is true. I mean, based off of tips. Yeah, that is true. I did love giving my tips. I was in a store. This is when I worked at the hotel. We're talking about what questions do you ask a mental health professional when you're looking for a therapist or counselor? That's great. Let's start there. That was actually what we were talking about, wasn't it? Like, uh, mandatory requirements for counselors. 
Yes. Yes. Um, like I said, non non-judgmental, like you have to be, uh, things like that. Um, unconditional inclusion, genuine cultural humility, compassion, love, worldly curiosity. You have to be curious about your clients. You have to want to know about them. And I feel like otherwise you just sit there. And I feel like your clients also have to kind of like clients have to search for like the best therapist for them who kind oh, of for sure. has the, you kind of want someone who specializes in some of the potential issues that you might be experiencing. I feel you just want to find like that perfect match. I'm not going to say the first pick will be perfect, but after a while you can do your research and find that person who you're available to talk to and you're open with. Yeah. And like for me, I'm very uh, kind of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A very specific example for me was mm -hmm. I, it was very important for me to find someone who had experience with or was um, LGBTQ, someone who'd worked with trans youth before, uh, someone mm -hmm. who had experiences with people who use different pronouns. And that was very important for me in finding a mental health care provider, someone who kind of had experience in those fields. Absolutely. And I feel like I wasn't going to get the same level of care from someone, even if they were supportive and an ally for the LGBTQ plus community. I didn't feel like it would have been the same if I got someone who was uh, cishet necessarily. Bless you to whoever that was in the background. Uh, I was, I hope you heard that. It was my dad. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's all the way downstairs and I'm way upstairs in my office. Jesus. Yeah. The demons flew out of him. Okay. Can we fuck in your office? That'd be hot. Should we what? Can we fuck in your office? Can we fuck in your office? If you office? want to. Okay. I mean, as long as you have a ring light so you can get your money on OnlyFans, right? I actually, I actually do don't have, have a ring light from when I did therapy over the summer on Zoom. Coco, you have an OnlyFans. I do have an OnlyFans. Link not provided because this is going to be separate from that world. <laughs> <laughs> Different advertising. Yeah, that is not. <laughs> we are not connecting my OnlyFans to the cute as ever lifestyle. Although my OnlyFans page it. is cute as ever. Best believe. Um, I also haven't. Well, there's some real weird and nasty. I mean, not like disgusting, disgusting shit, but like some really weird shit that I do on that OnlyFans page. Oh my god, do you get? I don't want to know. Hmm? Water buffalo. Water, water buffalo, what? Yeah, water buffalo. I actually ride dildos and sing Veggie Tales songs. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> Our God is an awesome God. More like, oh, where is my hairbrush? Bouncing up and down. Oh, where is my hairbrush? That's how I hit the high notes is as soon as the butt plug like goes in. It's like, oh, where? Where, where is my hair? Oh, Just like that. It doesn't sound good, but I get my tips. <laughs> Ooh, or no pun intended. The tip. Is like, oh my god, are you a twink? They're definitely not a twink. I am. How do I phrase? What exactly? What terminology? You you phrase it better than I do. But like, how would I describe? I'm a thimbo. That that's a, yeah that's a good that's one. probably the most accurate yeah I'm Coco the Thimbo nice to meet you there you go that's perfect you know you want this crocheted pussy did you say this crocheted pussy 
cocktail. It'll be a very meaty tuck. That's right. <laughs> Was it the great American painter Bob Ross that says the key to a swollen vagina is courage? Did you say courage or porridge? It kind of courage. Okay. Courage. Okay. But sure, we'll say he said that. <laughs> Bridge. Okay, Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> Not too hot, not too cold, it's just right. I know that's right. Too wet, not too dry. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. Going and drying, it's coming up. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me. Never tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be run down on five. Run me, talk your shit, bite your lip, ask I run that dick while you're raising. Ain't ever got a fucking poor thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat or this wet ass pussy. Hey. I'm going to cut that part out for copyright. Koga, do you have any questions for Alex? Let me see here. I could not imagine all the editing you're going to have to do on this. Oh, most of it stays in. Um, it's a very explicit right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the name brands, obviously, will get cut out. Everything yes. Else. Well, as certain things for not necessarily anonymity or confidentiality, but for, you know, I guess, actually, yeah, copyright mostly. For reasons we keep it in. Well, hmm. You can't, you can't even. I remove names, but not experiences. That was better. Tongue pop. There you go. Tongue pop. So what else should we talk about? Okay. So we talked about. Yeah. I've got one. So you're currently uh, studying mental health and going into the therapy field. Is there a kind of specialty or kind of focus that you're aiming for? Um, um I do. Sorry, God. Yeah, no, go for it. Currently, I am doing research at Insert, Insert School. Here. Yes. Large institution. Uh, not the school itself. It's uh, a separate institution at the Tashin University. Gotcha, gotcha. But I study human sexuality and sexual violence prevention. So I would like to be a certified sex therapist and work with people, especially speaking of the gays. The gays. Yes, the gays. Capital T H E. Speaking of the gays, but I would <laughs> like to uh, become a certified sex therapist and work with specifically uh, gay men lar of like larger bodies, uh, like, okay. like bears and chubs. Like plus bears kind of? Through the, cog the bears and the otters, yes. The bears, the otters, the chubs, all those fun people. Nice. And target cognitive behavioral patterns related to prejudice against people in larger bodies, uh, rejection sensitivity and interpersonal processes and rejection and body type segregation within the gay male community. Because I mean, any, Anyone who's been near the gay community knows that gay men segregate themselves based on body type. Oh, for sure. And we talk about it all the time on this podcast. Oh, without a doubt. Like, can I get super personal? Absolutely. Go for it. Yeah, of course. It involves usual. Oh. Oh. Well, go, hon. Elaborate. Um, you can cut it out if you want. But, like, that's why I was so surprised that, like, we there was like sexual energy between us because mixed body type couples are not common in the gay community. That's true. I have that like true. easily like a hundred pounds on here. But guess what? I was like, I like who I like. 
and it really doesn't matter to me. And that's on period. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's something like friend Kalia always tries to nail down what type I have because she thinks I have type. Yeah, and then I keep a lot bringing... of people do. Well, I keep bringing mm-hmm. so many different people over because I'm a slut. Yeah. <laughs> and she, I mean, again, no that. shame in that, but no. She's like, I really don't know, like, what the fuck you're going for, or who the fuck you're going for. And she goes, because, like, you know me. You know what type of person I Oh, she has a type. Per- yes. Okay. She, like, she... Her- this is our best friend slash Coco's roommate, by the way. She has her not-problematic preferences and her semi-problematic preferences. Throwback to her episode, Problematic Preferences. Season 1, Episode 2. Go check it out. And it's just so fascinating to me because I just kind of... I'm the same way that I just like who I like. Mm-hmm. Mostly, if you're nice to me, I probably want to put it in my mouth. Like, and that's it. As long as you, you're cool, we have a vibe, and you're not disrespectful, we good. It's like, if I think yeah. you're cute, I'm gonna lick it. Like a lollipop. In the words of Lord, on a vibe, maybe, are you coming for the ride? They're coming from the ride, honey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the lyric. That's just my experience. They are coming from my ride. <laughs> oh, come on, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like I was going to throw up. <laughs> I kind of did, though. <laughs> Next on the Petty Podcast, eating disorders. <laughs> we could talk about it. It is big in our community, too. It is. It I feel like sure. that deserves its own episode, though. I that well we can still talk about it though. We can. But would you like to sign on for another episode of the Petty Podcast? There While is a girl here. in my cohort that I love and she is like super interested in eating disorders. On Monday in class we were talking in my drug and alcohol class yesterday, we were talking about like porn addiction, sex addiction, and like so there is a disorder that's O C D related called binging disorder. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, so it's it's not like it's not really an eating disorder. It's uh, let me actually let me fact check that. Let me check the DSM class. Go for it. Go for it. We um, love coming correct. Sure. It's an yes, eating disorder, yes. and not, we need receipts. Um, an eating disorder. Although I will say body dysmorphia that lots of people say that they have. I feel like it's just fat phobia. That's like, huge. Too. Body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia is or sorry, not body dysmorphia. Um, dysphoria or dysmorphia? Dis, um, let me oh, that's a good Because there's a difference there, right? Okay, we need another episode on that. Yes. Yes, body dysphoria, I think, is... Um, More pertaining yes. to, like, gender body identity, dys- right? Yes. Okay. Body dysmorphic disorder is an OCD-related disorder. And let me jump to it. See, become correct I on I the Petty Podcast. People, I see a lot of people post things on Twitter that's like, I actually talked about this in my class, my diagnosis class. Like, I see a lot of people post things on Twitter that are like, oh, it's body, dis- it's the body dysmorphia. And it's either one or two things. One, it's extremely prevalent in the gay People are just dressing up their fat phobia and regular one of the mill um, self esteem issues as this body dysmorphia. So body dysmorphia is a perceived, or sorry, it's a pro- preoccupation with one or more perceived defi- defects. 
English. Exactly. Preoccupation with one or more perceived defects or flaws in physical appearance that are not observable or appear slight to others. So not body image. Like, they're not observable. Uh, at some point during the course of the disorder, the individual has performed repetitive behaviors. That's where the OCD comes in. Mirror checking, excessive grooming, skin picking. That's called, there's a whole disorder on that called, tri called oh, wow. trichotillomania is where you pull your, pull your hair out. Um, I think it's exfoliation. The skin picking yeah, one is? Yeah, skin picking. That's like a whole disorder on its own. Or mental acts, which would be like comparing your appearance to that of others in response to the appearance concerns. Preoccupation causes clinically significant distress or impairment and is not better explained by concerns with body fat or weight in an individual whose symptoms meet diagnostic criteria for an eating disorder. There's also specified with muscle dysmorphia. And as with all OCD-related disorders, there's good or fair or poor insight or absent insight into regional beliefs. Oh, wow. Damn. And that is straight from the DSM-5. Um, that was a massive tangent. But no, like, normal body weight issues wouldn't be considered. I think the most, the more parsimonious solution there is that people, we are taught in the gay community to hate our bodies. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's more of like a cultural thing too? Because I know some cultures, like the parents or whomever in the family, be like, "Well, you need to lose weight, or you're too fat, yeah. or whatever." Fat phobia is a very inherent part of just um, the culture of our world. American honestly. society. Yeah. I feel like it's very it's wide ranging. To, oh, definitely. But I think it also relates to poverty. And that people who are of lower socioeconomic status have less access to healthy resources like gyms because they have to work too much. Oh, 100%. Or food deserts and they can't get nutrition that they need. So their resort, they have to have like fast food. And that's because, like, I mean, honestly, like, yeah. You can get like a full, like, a large number seven meal at McDonald's is like $5.20. I shouldn't know that off the top of my head, but I do. <laughs> And like it's like a full meal. That's like over a thousand calories for five dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. basically a whole day's worth that you're getting in one meal, literally. One of the most beautiful things I think about psychology is that like there's so many topics, and everything like there's no there's no one right answer. Everyone's a puzzle. Everything is different. Um, and you really hit the head on the nail with that. Everyone is a puzzle, and you have to figure them out. Not even weird to figure that out, but they have to figure themselves out. It's hard. Everyone has that too. Yeah. It's an ongoing conversation. It's an ongoing conversation is what I mean. Always. When people are ever changing, I hate when people say things like, oh, people never change because we do. It's like, no, like literally we constantly. I guarantee I'm not the Maybe bitch that I was a year change, ago. But as a whole person, like, yeah. Something they teach us in our program is that the hardest clients to work with are the ones that remind you of yourself because you begin to make assumptions and oh, you, wow. you assume that you know what they're going through and you don't. Oh, damn. I can see that, though. That, that'd be hard, like, working with somebody who kind of like mirrors yourself and you're seeing them. But they're trying to tell you, like, no, bitch, like, I've changed. <laughs> Was there a disorder? Of no, that's a really good point, actually. Or... No, what we literally just discussed, also, like, People are evolving and always changing. Everyone is a sliding scale. Also, let's talk about 
substances in the gay community and how all of our water Please, is yeah. and alcohol and drugs. Oh, absolutely. Queer folks are two times as likely as heterosexual folks to use substances. And if they're transgender, four times as likely. Mm. It's fucked. I did a whole paper about that in my diagnosis class. Ooh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yes, tell us more. Because I, like, my job, I work in a I'm going to cut out that part. But, like, I work with alcohol for a living. So I've seen this on a regular basis. I'm so close to all the queer folk who come into my store. But it's like, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of members of the LGBT community. And they buy a lot of, like, alcohol? They're a few particular ones where I'm like, I know that this is not a healthy amount. Like the number of times I see you, like if I worked at a coffee shop, that'd be different. But this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like there's one customer I see every two days on the dot, sometimes twice a day. Twice a day. He says that he shares it with his husband, but. Oh, his husband. Okay. We can. Yeah. Like I said, Okay. I see a lot of, people with substance abuse issues and a lot of them are absolutely part of our community and we can kind of get into that whole issue and do you necessarily know like i know that no one like no two people are the same and everyone's experiences are different and i know a few family members who suffer from alcoholism and i Mm -hmm. know kind of their path that led into that do you think that there's kind of any commonality between the path that LGBT people, uh, LGBTQ people go down that leads them to um, substance abuse? So I would say <laughs> the one of the things about substance abuse is that it is so prevalent. And one of the big concepts with substance abuse, just con- with uh, substance use, but psychopathology in general, is um, I always get these two confused. Hold on. Equifinality. Um, taking getting to substance use issues from multiple paths and mm-hmm. i mean like really and truly like there's a whole class on alcohol counseling um i think all people who experience discrimination and stressors are at a higher likelihood for developing substance use problems or disordered substance use and for minorities how you uh the literature actually has problems with this because there are so many issues with saying uh with like narratives of pain and centering like oh you're a minority so this bad thing's uh more likely to happen to you mm-hmm. um but so i will say yes because people who are more likely to experience discrimination um, especially when we consider elon Meyer's minority stress model um, people who experience discrimination and stress, increased stressors as a result of that, like rejection sensitivity, internalized homophobia, um, perceived discrimination, are more likely to turn to coping mechanisms in general to deal with those, that increased stress. But there is a finding in the literature that minority, like, minority identity, but really how people treat you as minority identity, those effects can be offset by a strong positive identity. And that is what the research and I think mental health services need to be focusing our efforts on is uplifting marginalized communities in order to decrease the rates, the base rates of uh, developmental psychopathology and like disorders within the community. Hell to the S. Did any of that make sense? Did. That was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, like, I definitely follow along. That was amazing. That was perfect. Thank you. Because that's something. I'm talking about represent, please. It's just, it's something that's like very near and dear and 
very personal to me and knowing who these people are and knowing their stories and like the path that leads them to that decision because they aren't really getting the support that they deserve that they need to continue living day to day and like happy healthy lifestyle it really sucks people think that this is their one option and we're not doing enough as a community, as a society, to really help them. I agree. But I feel like now, more than ever, we have those resources. And more and more are coming about... Like, there's be- we're in the middle of that social pivot, which is fabulous. Exactly. Exactly. Like, growing oh, up, my God. parents didn't really, truly understand some of the issues that I was going through. <laughs> and now they're kind of... As I talk to them about some of those issues... And the current path that I'm taking, they're kind of recognizing certain steps with my siblings as well. And they're like, shit, I think everyone here needs to go to therapy. (laughs) Everyone here is a little fucked up (laughs) to make light of it. But we're having like a, we're actually having the conversation in my house now. And it's incredible. Sometimes that takes time. Yeah. And that's great that you are. It's like in my family, like we're still getting there, but it's not to the point where I can fully be open, be honest. Mm-hmm. So it'll take time. And I know it will. But there's progress being made on both parts, which I appreciate. Like I've only just told my parents that I started hormone replacement therapy because I feel like we're finally making that step together as a family that we're able to kind of start having those healthier conversations and it's kind of been a toxic environment growing up not gonna lie no for sure and it's well yeah they're changing i'm changing we're all changing together and it's nice because we're we're able to actually we love it they're supportive we're all in it together. It's pretty fabulous. And better late than ever, too. Damn skipping. It's phenom.com. I just want more people to be able to have those conversations. Yes. I think our generation is changing. I think we're changing the game. It gets better with every generation. Each new set of people, it gets easier and easier. It's re- it really is. And that's what I hope and pray that it gets to. Gen Z is amazing. They are. I am obsessed. I'm also one of these. Yep, I was just gonna say like I'm. <laughs> there are these memes that go around that are like all the different generations kind of like sassing each other about all their different toxic traits. I'm like, nobody's perfect. These toxic traits traits exist in every fucking generation and community. We need to stop. <laughs> the next generation is always gonna do better on certain things than the previous one. So. Tone it back. You had your win. Get theirs. I know that's right. Period. Alex, do you have any questions for us? All good. All good. Jules, do you have any more questions good. for Alex? I have two, actually. Oh, favorite sex positions. I'm just happy to be included. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for the participation award. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a first or second. I don't need a third, fourth, fifth. I am here for that little, the sheet of paper that says, you were there. Congrats. You put on the uniform. 
<laughs> the uniform is just a condom. <laughs> but you were there. Good job. A for effort. So, Alex, you did mention to me when you were in town a few weeks ago that you did some clinical hours in a prison. Ooh, what was that like? I didn't know the thing. Oh, I thought you said you did. Fake news. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to think in what world I would have been in a prison. Um... I, I thought you did, or like a jail, I thought you said. I mean, I could give you a reason I would be in prison. <laughs> okay, no, Coco. <laughs> no, 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 hold on, I've got reasons. I would do to the cops to get out of prison? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, scratch that I from the surface. Um, we're going to edit that out for solicitation purposes. <laughs> I did go to crime aggression, or in my site 5100 class. We went to the Athens Clark County Jail. I just, I'm sorry, I gotta. Okay. Is this what they meant it when they said it. fuck the police? <laughs> I freaking care. I will say, I did see a really nice porno with uh, Draven Torres, I think it's his name, as a cop, and it was very nice. Well, how's the experience going to that jail? Um, there were no hot cops, so it was disappointing. So you weren't um, so you were there for a different version that. of fucking. We all know they old and raggedy. Um, actually, it was really kind of disturbing. Ooh. Like real talk for a second, it was really disturbing because <laughs> he, or not he, but one of the jail guards that was giving us the tour, he <laughs> um was like I don't want to say bragging, but but like kind of proud of like the labor that the slaves are doing or, well whoa 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 the the slave labor the prisoners you said slaves like, all that back it up i mean that is kind of, that's what prison labor is is slave labor so well and, he, and like he was saying things like oh, oh gosh i wish i could like reach out to my classmates about what was said um he was really proud about it and he was like they work here and they like clean up the community and like they make things for the community and they get like 10 cents a day. And I was like, well, and several of the kids in my class were all looking at each other, giving each other like, these, like I want to vomit looks like. Like, did he just disturbing. say that? disturbing. Yeah, that's a lot. Is that what's happening right now? That's very disturbing. That's fucked up. And, and this was in Athens, Athens, Park County, so. Local. But I was surprised though, it's Athens. They said locally sourced save labor. It was really creepy. Like, um, of course, you had to pull all your stuff in the metal detector when you got there, but it, you couldn't bring your phone mm-hmm. in. They would like they like they taught, like they took your phone when you came in, and that's honestly pretty tough. Right. But no, it was just it was a very unsettling. Well, I mean, they just don't want you taking pictures of like the prisoners and stuff. I could see that. I mean, I guess <gasps> they also want the prisoners to have this- the phone. Thank God that you said I that. I think that's this like the base level. That's their like main argument, but yeah, yeah. This one girl in my class, her dad, she was from Lowndes County, Valdosta, and her dad is a judge in that circuit, and mm-hmm. she saw one of the incarcerated people, and she said, "Oh," and she pointed like we were in a zoo and said, "Oh, look, there's one." What the fuck? <gasps> and Snitch! 
Oh, I thought you were going to call her Snake, snake Accurate. Snake. That's why I said Snitch. <laughs> I hate that. Damn. Fuck the prison system. Oh, no, seriously. Period. Um, we actually did a presentation, me and uh, my current roommate. Last year, we did a presentation in my, not last year, last semester, we did a presentation in our career counseling class on career counseling in the prisons. And I wrote, again, a very long paper on utilizing a multicultural orientation with juvenile offenders. And I just did a presentation in my mental health counseling class about sex offenders. I would actually really like to work with sex offenders. I think that's so interesting. Oh, wow. Um, that sounds, un- I, I mean, it does sound interesting. I feel like I wouldn't have right. the stomach for it. Oh, it's tough. Especially against children. Right. Oh, I would no, not. No, no, yeah. I have two little nieces. I couldn't. Something interesting. Like, I would literally throw up. Sex offender list? Like, sex offend- like, the sex offender registry has a quota. What? So there's, yeah, there's people That's on the sex offender registry that really shouldn't be there. And then, Alex, you have to tell us before we end this podcast. Name your worst yes, hookup story. Oh God! Yeah, I, narrow I it down. Sexually assaulted earlier this year. Oh. Wait, what? Repeat. Nothing. Um. God, that counts. Oh, easy. Um. This guy. Yeah. Back in Athens, was like he was like it was like nine in the morning. He was like my shower. Like he got over to my place and was like, by the way, my shower wasn't working <laughs> I was like okay like what and he was like can I use your shower and I was like I should have said yes but I was like my room was kind of mess I was like oh I, I think it won't be that big a deal and he smelled so bad like girl do either of you play Apex Legends oh nope. no not the bad that. odor no we don't like these no. Oh my god, do you remember that? You got that stanky like, pussy. I'm ugly and I'm proud. Yeah. No he didn't realize it was his stench. Same thing. Except it came yeah, out I of his episode. ass. No, literally. It was terrible. I like I I am not kidding. I drank like a gallon of mouthwash and I had to like have a pub sub and I called my friend and cried and I was like, I need you to have lunch with me. I had a horrible experience. No, I've literally kicked someone out of my home. That'd be traumatized. Because he didn't brush his teeth, so like, <gasps> yeah, no, I do I mean, not play around. Same. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with it. I, I will we don't play around with hygiene. Getting those stink ass germs into my mouth. Nope. Get those Girl, nuts away from my face. <laughs> I don't want that sweaty ass bussy. No sir, no ma'am. Seriously, get your swamp pussy away from me. No, don't disrespect Shrek like that. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Period. <laughs> that is so stuck in my head. You said veggie tails, and now that's stuck in my head. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anything else? Or are we, we, we going to finish recording and then... Do you have any more questions, Coco? We've reached the end of my list <gasps> of questions. Yes. I have a new Instagram handle for you. What you got? Kiki with Coco. No, because my sister's nickname is Kiki. 
So that's going to be a segment on this podcast oh, if I ever get her to agree to be on an episode. Kiki and Coco? Yeah. You should have her on here. It's going to be Kiki with Coco. So yeah. But if you ever run into her over at Redacted School Name, her name is, and this will be redacted, obviously, her name's Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't have any more questions. I pretty much told all mine. Um, you guys can come up to Bloomington, and or y'all can come up to Bloomington, and Jules will stay with me, and you can save your sister. Period. 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 I'm down for a trip. We can go get drunk, and then we can go to Mama Bear's. Mother Bear's? <gasps> the pizza? I do be loving Mother Bear's, but... Never heard of that, but I'm down. Oh, it's fun. Oh, it's delish. It is iconic. All right. Closing remarks. Um, so we all know that mental health is change. important, especially for our community. The gays. Uh, love will change the world. And the trans people. others. Not to sound like Alan, but be kind to others. Pure yeah, just be kind. That is one thing I have learned in my field is that you really and truly never know what's going on in someone's life. Yeah, exactly. And I was actually raised like, you always talk to the janitor. You always talk to whomever and be kind because you know what that person's going through. Everybody's having a quote unquote main character moment. Give them a moment of understanding, a moment of your time, a moment of patience and kindness because you don't know what the fuck's going on in their head. <laughs> yep. Making light of a serious situation. Don't be an asshole to other people. Always take a moment to think of others. Period. That's it. On that note, well, I think that that's so the much, perfect Alex, way to learn. Thank you so much, part of this podcast and coming on. I know you're busy, but it really does mean a lot. Thank you thank for, you for coming. I, I take my paycheck via OnlyFans credit. Now listen. <laughs> 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 it's okay. My parents already know that I have an OnlyFans page. I'm very close Good with them. You. <laughs> my parents don't know what OnlyFans is. So they'll never find mine. I mean, it was initially a slip up, and then I was like, "Yeah, let me try. Let me not try to like <laughs> bury that I'm down." Just like, like, I'm just gonna go with the flow. Like, come on. I'm gonna let you know that this exists, so you don't go out and accidentally stumble upon it. <laughs> that, you, that's being proactive. Yep. That's why I always tell them, "Don't get in my room. Don't look at my computer, because I won't be ashamed of it, but you will be uncomfortable." <laughs> <laughs> And that's on period. <laughs> and on that note, let's close this out. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining us on the Petty Podcast. I've been Coco. And I've been Jules. And you're very welcome. We hope you can pop by for another episode sometime soon. And on that note. We love that. Let's close it out. Hey, hey, hey. Cue the music. Hey, 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 hey. Cue the music. Cue the music. Cue the music. Hey, hey, hey. And cut.